0: Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on February the 14th, 2016. Now this is part two of From the Master's Mouthpiece because it's all connected. All these articles I read and mention and discuss and analyze are completely connected. Nothing is by accident in this world. It's quite amazing that folk get little bits and bites, literally of news, and they think they're informed with things, but they don't put anything together, actually. And the media certainly will not do it for you because their job is to give you scattered little bits and bytes without forming the conclusions, especially if it's against, basically, the agenda. Uh, the last thing anyone wants, uh, when you've got a great plan underway, is to have it exposed and how it works and so on and how you've been fooled. So uh, of course you're always being fooled all the time, pretty well. I want to mention too that in this age of global warming, you know, when everything's supposedly getting getting fried with the with the heat and all the rest of it, because we were causing it all, we're the big problem. And um, in fact, that mini- that Ministry of Defence. Think Tank, they came out with their usual report on uh, the future, how it's going to be. Remember, they, they advise uh, the policies for NATO, all the NATO armies and air forces and navies and so on, and for the world, and this is the public version, so they always elaborate much, much more deeply in the private version for uh, those in the know, themselves, in other words, uh, they go through population. on Every other page, it's mentioned population, population, you get the inference, of course, from about population control, and that's why the articles I'm reading here are so vitally important. It's no coincidence as I've said so many times that um, people are going sterile across the Western world, etc. It's no coincidence at all. It's not happening by itself. But again, back to the global warming and all this kind of stuff. Uh, on Friday nights, the temperature plummeted, of course, uh, throughout good part of Canada into the, the US and uh, by 8 a.m. in the morning of Saturday, yesterday, it was minus uh, 43 degrees Fahrenheit, which is about the same really in centigrade. They, they basically balance out the two scales uh, in, around 40, uh, but it's uh, about 43 degrees minus, And, um, with a wind chill factor, it probably was about minus 50 uh, So this is, this is global warming for you Of course, the next d- the day, of course, uh, they never really say much about it They don't alter what their predictions were for the weather forecast Which are always way underestimated when it comes to cold uh, because they want it to seem uh, in the charts, when they go over the charts at the end of the year and come out with Well, it was the warmest winter on record, etc Then they can always take their their fake predictions as though it had actually happened But I always keep a, a chart of what they say and another chart of what actually does happen with the dates on them It's interesting to do that Now getting back to the topic again Uh, Sterility and all the rest of it It's no coincidence that all this is happening Same with the Zika virus and so on When you see who's involved In promoting the massive hype and fear Who stands to gain from it Well, you've got the big... uh, World Health Organization pushing, oh, you know, terrifying fear, blah, blah. Your baby might be this, might be that, and all through all these third world countries, because that's the main enemy at the moment. They've already sterilized a good part of the West, but they want it to reduce vastly the population of the third world countries too. And so abort your child is the message, you see. And the Planned Parenthooders and all the rest of them Are jumping on the act as well And Big Pharma, naturally With their abortion pills you know, In the early phases of, of uh, pregnancy they, they abort them And having uh, so casual now Casual sex, casual abortion Everything's casual Until you're, you're in a society Where naturally uh, the devaluation of human life Is rampant Through the whole culture For generations now till it's normal Once your masters want to exterminate you They'll be just as casual about that too Won't they? So here we go with the next list Another boring list for a lot of people But there's a lot of people too That I really am looking for These are the people I look for The ones who can handle this kind of thing Who have a thirst to know And how things like a jigsaw puzzle All fit together Now this article is from 2009. British scientists condemn using children in GM food trials as unacceptable. Then they go back to the, uh, the, the ethic rules that were set up back at, at the, the Nuremberg trials in Germany the end of World War, after World War II. And it says youngsters aged 6 to 10 were fed so-called golden rice, which had been modified to contain enhanced levels of beta-carotene or vitamin A. Now that's, that's the push for it, you see. That's what they told the public. The rice is being developed to combat vitamin E deficiency linked to damage to, to that site, poor brain development, and immune system failure. However, high consumption can also have harmful toxic side effects and cause birth defects. Critics are furious that GM rice was not put through animal feeding trials to ensure it was safe before giving to children. See, we as I've told you, i in been so casual now, you know. This is what happens when, you've, uh, uh, when all morality has been tossed out the window uh, before your own your own gener- I've been from the 60s, definitely. You know. And uh, rampaging onwards. There is a to use. The, the children has been condemned as completely unacceptable by a group of uh, 22 scientists. All GM critics from Britain around the world claim it's indicative of moves by the biotech lobby led by the USA and biotech firms to force GM food into the mouths of the world without proper assessment. It was financed and run through the U.S. National Institutes of Health (laughs) and involved children in China and America. The scientists have written an open letter to the team behind the experiments condemning the way they were conducted. States were writing to express a shock, an unequivocal uh, denunciation of the experiments being conducted by your colleagues which involved the feeding of GM rice, golden rice, to human subjects. It says that uh, there's a large body of evidence showing GM food production can trigger gene mutations, which can result in health-damaging effects They know it can cause cancer and all the rest of it when they've actually feed it to animals long before they try it on children. It says, Our greatest concern is that the rice, which is engineered to overproduce beta-carotene, has never been tested in animals. It says there's evidence that certain chemicals derived from beta-carotene are both toxic cause birth defects, and the critics uh, say the Nuremberg Code states that children under 10 are not considered legally capable of giving consent to participation in such experiments. Now, remember in Canada, throughout the 90s, uh, the Canadian citizenry across the whole country were the guinea pigs for GM-modified vegetables. Without their consent, because the government had signed it and it came out later when it was exposed only through Britain, we didn't know in Canada, so that you start talking about in Canada when it's exposed in Britain. Uh, and that the government in Canada had made a secret, and that's what came out in the newspapers here eventually, a secret deal uh, with the, the big biotech companies like Monsanto and so on. And we've been on it for 10 years and being studied, you see, because the National Health Service system and all data from all medical problems. From and every individual being fed directly to Ottawa. By the way, they actually set up a special two special computers eventually, but one in Ottawa. I was a big stink about that. They said it was for something else, but it was to feed all this data directly there, and they could more, they could watch the cancer rates and sterility rates and all the the problems without ever ever telling the public uh, what might be behind it. You see, quite something, isn't it? casual again, isn't it? It's just casual casual decisions you know they'll never know, you know. the list of signatories to the protest letter includes Malcolm Hooper, uh, professor of medicine, uh, chemistry at Sunderland University. This type of experimentation is frightening, using children as lab rats and so on, and then go about immorality bar immorality against people and children, and um, the different people who signed it all. And as his project manager at the Golden Rice Organization, Dr. Adrian Dubock, denied the Nuremberg Code had been breached. Of course, they always do. He said the feeding trials had been approved by independent ethical review panels. That's what they call bioethicists, which we used to call eugenicists. Yeah. His parents were not given financial rewards For their children's participation To avoid undue pressure on poor families But children were rewarded with school bags And pencils and paper As a thank you for participating He said If you were in a prison Or a gulag You know they'd probably give you A a, a normal portion of uh, the food for the day Instead of the meager stuff They they starved them with But now they give you school bags and pencils I remember, too, there was articles on Golden Rice um, I read years ago. Uh, because it was a Rockefeller, I think, brother, brother's organization that were behind it all. And there were complaints at the time that, uh, and not complaints, actually, there was approval. And I think it was from, the, maybe, it could be wrong, but it was, I think it's a World Health Organization. Because it said it tended to temporarily sterilize the people eating it. But probably won't be in this article here. But, uh, I'll have, to have a hunt for that one. probably gone down the memory hole by now, if you look for it again, no doubt everything does and then alleged g m experiment raises fear for parents that was two thousand and twelve updated uh parents of children in Hunan province who do part in a study allegedly involving generally modified rice have expressed concerns over possible health hazards. Again, uh, there's, there's a usual pro and con, the ones who say deny it, that this has got any harmful effects, the ones behind it, and the ones who are definitely wary of it, and so on. And it says, that one of them says, uh, I learned about the U.S. research paper on the internet, it said, Zi, uh Ziohua it says, I'm really scared, as in China, my daughter took part in a study, now she looks smaller than other children the same age, I don't know if that's related to the study. And her, and the daughter aged eleven was one of the more than sixty children at Jiangkou primary school who participated in the nutrition study on the transformation of carotene and vegetables to vitamin E in children 's bodies. remember way back into the was it, well, if it was the eighties or seventies, must be been the 70s maybe but uh, Kissinger came out with a proposed memo basically that the the, the state the, the world states you know the greatest threat to the state was a uh, and to the US as well, it was overpopulation And that's when all this really kicked off into high gear The Rockefellers had been into the same thing As a major concern of theirs for a long time too And then here's the scary stuff too Back GM food or children will die Start warning from Environment Secretary As the route grows over the controversial crops Owen Parson said children are dying Because GM food isn't being adopted and 17 million farmers now grow GM products around the world, but resistance to the so-called Frankenstein foods have slowed uptake in the EU. And that's back in 2013, and of course they'll get, they'll get paid off by the big companies to to do glowing things and scare things again. Oh, fear is great for selling, you know. It's fantastic. You're getting anything done. Just create massive scary scenarios, as they call it. Scientists warn of link between dangerous new pathogen. And Monsanto's Roundup. Uh, that was 2011. The pathologist experienced in protect, uh, protecting against bioterror warfare recently warned the USDA of a new self-replicating microfungal virus-sized organism, which may be causing spontaneous abortions in livestock, sudden death syndrome in Monsanto's Roundup-ready soy, and wilt in Monsanto's RR corn. And I wouldn't eat anything with soy in it because that's always been. Heavily modified for the longest time. And knows they were getting cancers and rats that they fed in their stomachs and so on, intestines, uh, from the stuff uh, long, long ago when they were using GM soy. But this is Dr. Don H. Huber. And by the way, it's that so- soya; they use soya flour, two grain of flour. This modified stuff. It's in everything, all candies have it in, chocolates, everything. So it's it's not safe to eat any of their stuff anymore. Mr. Don H. Huber, who who coordinates the Emergent Diseases and Pathogens Committee of the American uh, Phytopathological Society as part of the USDA National Plant Disease Recovery System, warned Agricultural Secretary Tom Vilsack that the pathogen threatens the U.S. food and feed supply and can lead to the collapse of the U.S. corn and soy export markets, etc., And then you have here, it's quite interesting, uh, GM Watch, Genetically Modified Food Watch. And it says that the growing threat to genetically engineered trees, this award-winning documentary film, there's a film out actually, they had it back out in 2010, explores the growing uh, global threat of genetically engineered trees to our environment and to human health. And it goes into the, uh, the video, EFSA's Conflicts of Interest on GM Insects, it says here And it's going to affect all wildlife And humans and all the rest of it too And I'll just skip through parts of the article It goes on to say here The FSA's working group on GM insects Helped to develop the proposed rules It includes a researcher at Oxford University Who's being funded by the UK Biotechnology And Biological Sciences Research Council To work with a UK company, Oxitec Back to Bill Gates once again on developing GM insect regulations, uh, Oxford University is an investigator uh, in our investors, sorry, in the company, and would profit. Uh, who, who, who? Guess who's who owned, of course, at the time. If uh, commercial risks of GM insects were to be approved, at least four other members of the working group have current or past links with links with Oxitec, having worked on joint research projects or co-authored papers, and two further members work for the International Atomic. Energy Agency program on the use of GM insects. Interestingly, the International Atomic Energy Agency involved with insects. And Oxitec, back then, had released uh, millions of GM mosquitoes and experiments in the Cayman Islands, Malaysia and Brazil and is developing GM agricultural pests including GM olive flies, fruit flies, cabbage moths, and ballworms, which is a cotton pest. Most of Oxitec's senior staff, some board members, including its chair and consultants, have worked for multinational agricultural company Syngenta, which has funded some of its research. Quite an interesting article, actually. It goes on quite, uh, quite a long rate and so on and they were going, they're, they're going to introduce them into large numbers of farmers' fields, so they outnumber wild pests by a factor of 10 to 1 or more. Hmm. It says, many dead GM insects and some live ones could enter the food chain in vegetables or, or fruit, but this issue was omitted from the consultation. <laughs> you really, really believe all the PR rubbish of they have their, your best interests at heart. They're concerned about you. And then back into Golden Rice again, Scourge of Asia, Monsanto's and Syngenta, Bayer, uh, as well, uh, trigger disruption of peasant economy. It was an initiative of the International Rice Research Institute, funded by Monsanto, Syngenta, Bayer, and the Consultative Group on International Agricultural Research. Asia's dependency on rice cultivation for both sustenance and income is in- intuitively understood. Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations estimates the agricultural population of lowland rice cultivation in Asia to be over 470 million, larger than the entire population of the United States. It says Asia's rice farmers produce between one and two harvests a year and so on And it gives you an idea how much they, they, they do And, and uh, it says there are 40,000 natural species of rice And they're going to try to eliminate them all with their GM rice Obviously that's a concern And then you have to buy the, their boys The same guys who own the seed and all the rest of it they, You have to go buy their particular pesticides to work with it too as part of the deal And then you go into... This article here it says Russia says the us is expanding bioweapons labs in Europe, and that 's uh, from two thousand and sixteen. Russia recently charged the Pentagon with expanding a network of biological weapons laboratories in europe, a charge the State Department denies now, just to get it straight too for folks who don 't know that when you're going to bioweapons uh, and also into the insects and all the rest of it. It's all part of the same department, uh, modified insects and so on. Remember, mosquitoes were used initially and developed big time during and after World War Two to carry deadly pathogens which w- could be used on enemy, at war with, countries. That was the whole purpose of it. Canada and actually Ontario, our lab in Ontario was one of the largest breeders of these uh, developed heavy bomber type mosquitoes because it's awfully important if you want some deadly pathogens to actually take in the body, uh, as they say take, in other words a big enough dose at one go for it to take off and overcome your, your, the def- body's natural defence system, then you want a lot to be delivered at once and so Canada had developed these heavy ones. Uh, big ones that could be loaded up like heavy bombers and, uh, and when, they, when they basically uh, hit someone with it uh, that their, their little uh, stuff they squirt into you the anticoagulant of course that's what they put in along with it comes all these different virus or uh, bacterium whatever it happens to be present your system to And they sent it to, uh, into the different bioweapons labs down to the U.S. for years and years. I don't know if they still do it, probably do, but um, that's also in the book. It was put out, it's all declassified information, called Deadly Allies, Canada's Secret War. Uh, because Canada led the research field for uh, the bioweapons industries all during World War II and for a good time afterwards as well. But that was one of the main delivery methods was mosquitoes. So you have to be, you better really educate yourself and stop clapping your hands when you see all the public relations stuff from Bill Gates, the rest of them, or modifying mosquitoes to help across the third world countries. Uh, You look at all the top characters who end up being big philanthropists and all, I've gone through so much of their histories in the past you find what they're really into What's, what's what's the prime thing they're all into? population reduction and eugenics and every big foundation, that's the thing, plus Destroying national governments, bringing in their own world government, and running our lives properly the way that we should be run, which is um, you do, we all do what we say you'll do. Just obey, be obedient, and we'll stamp you as a quality approval stamp on your forehead or whatever, saying, yeah, you can now work in our system, and you'll cause no problems. Instant obedience. Then there's this article, Brazil finds the Zika virus in human urine and saliva, but risk is unclear. Again, fear, terrifying, horror. Uh, this is like the AIDS thing, you know, same thing. And it says here, that, uh, they found traces of the Zika virus in certain bodily f- fluids of two patients, so said more research is needed to determine if the infection can be transmitted through the fluids. It could be special kissing or urine quickly point out that this still remains to be proven. So the findings uh, point to uh, the f- uh, frenetic efforts by researchers in Brazil and other countries to determine if the risk posed by the mosquito-borne Zika virus as it spreads through more than two dozen countries uh, in the Americas. Uh, so they, they've linked it to uh, an increase in babies born with abnormally small heads microcephaly or cephaly, sometimes they call it cephaly in the U.S. Uh, The research teams are still trying to prove this connection. And French scientists had already published research last year in the Journal of Clinical Virology that located the Zika virus in human saliva following an outbreak of the virus in 2013 and thirteen and fourteen in French Polynesia. The Brazilian researchers at Fiocruz said that their studies had detected the virus in an active form in human saliva and urine samples, and so on and so on. And then this article here says, who owns the Zika virus? The World Health Organization declared the Zika virus, uh, declared a global emergency on Monday, February the first, without uh, providing much detail on the disease. So here are some facts until we receive more information. This article says this sexually transmitted virus has been around for 69 years and is marketed by two companies. These, these guys sell it, by the way. These are the companies that sell the virus. LGC Standards, headquartered in the UK, and ATCC, headquartered in the US. The LGC Group is the UK's designated National Measurement Institute for, for Chemical and bioanalytical measurements, and an international leader in the laboratory services as the ones who sell viruses and bacteria, deadly stuff across the world. And, to of course, the biowarfare labs that a lot of them come out of, I'm sure, including a lot of guys who work in these big companies. Measurement standards, reference materials, genomics, and proficiency testing marketplaces. And uh, it gives you a bit of the bio on the different companies and so on. It says here, the ATCC-LGC partnership is designed to facilitate the distribution of ATCC cultures and bioproducts to life science researchers throughout Europe, Africa and India. And to make access to the important resources of the ATCC more easily accessible to the European, African and Indian scientific communities through local stockholding of more than 5,000 individual culture items supported by our local office network, delivering the highest levels of customer service and technical support. So <laughs> is why is the issue of the patent ownership? the ones who own the patents for this, it's actually patented, of the Zika virus not being the object of media coverage, lest we forget the words of David Rockefeller in an address to the Trilateral Commission meeting in June 1991. He said, We're grateful to The Washington Post, The New York Times, The Time magazine, and other great publications whose directors have attended our meetings and respected their promises of discretion for almost 40 years. It would have been impossible for us to develop our plan for the world. as a trilateral commission. The guys are that head all the top uh, world banks and so on, central banks, etc. So it would have been pos- impossible for us to develop our plan for the world if we had been subjected to the lights of publicity during those years. But the world is more sophisticated and prepared to march toward a world government the supernational sovereignty of an intellectual elite and world bankers is surely preferable to the national autodetermination practiced in past centuries. And that's a, a factual statement and quote from David Rockefeller, by the way. For those who don't believe there are such things as conspiracies, and he's thanking the major media, who will attend it because they're all members too at least their owners are for the newspapers and the big chains of uh, news organizations uh, for not publishing it in their papers, what they're up to. Assistant 2 is the ownership of the Zika virus by the Rockefeller Foundation, part of that agenda of supranational sovereignty, not dominated by the intellectual elite and world bankers. Of significance, the Zika virus is a commodity which can be purchased online from ATCC-LGC for 599 euros with royalties accruing to the Rockefeller Foundation. And the reason for that is, is the Rockefeller Foundation, we're sending scientists out even in the 30s and 40s and so on, collecting viruses and bacteria from across the planet. And they found it in Africa, and they put the patent on it. They actually bred it too, by the way, to see if it could possibly be made to be, uh, to, to go uh, and be transmitted by mosquitoes. When they found it, it wasn't, apparently. If you go into the old, old records. So there you go, you know, bio-warfare. And then, uh, another one too, Zika virus ATCC VR eighty four. Here's here's their their site actually. Uh, for it's a for profit organization, five hundred and sixteen dollars. It's it's only four hundred and thirty dollars if you're non profit organization, or five hundred and sixteen if you're a for profit. Or there you go. And I'll put that up too. And then we have something else too I got on the go Which is again A big scary thing eh? uh, The germ This germ can live Decades in distilled water Kill humans in forty hours Everything's terrifying isn't it eh? Horror news give up, all, give up your brain even And we will let experts rule you Right Intellectual elites, As Rockefeller says you know, the Intelligence yeah. A coloured enhanced scanning uh, Electron micrograph uh, Of Burkholderia, uh, Pseudomaliae, uh, these motile bacteria cause, uh, are the cause of the melioidosis, a tropical disease spread through contaminated water and soil. It can infect the skin, causing inflammation and muscles aches, or the lungs causing chest pain, cough, and in some cases pneumonia as well. And this goes through this particular uh, disease as well. I wonder who owns that one as well. And another one on the same uh, if you want to buy it, you know for those those for profits and non profit ones too, uh, if you want to buy it it 's uh, very, very similar. You can go into uh, this site and this is where of course remember to all the bio weapons uh, characters uh, and the, every country has them under their national security acts, they all have their own bio warfare uh, plants. With a stockpile Every disease under the sun And try and modify them Into being incredible killers even the common viruses too That's old stuff Going back again to World War II For those who don't know about it Now for a lot of people Who've listened to me for years You'll have taken note Of the mention of David Rockefeller And his foundation Because Rockefeller family Were picked for the U.S as the main organization and their big tax-free foundation, amongst other foundations, to spearhead, basically, the massive change, internationalism, uh, the blending of uh, the Soviet, the old Soviet-type society uh, and socialism with the West and so on. It's all been done, of course, and also to free up... Uh, Uh, sexual liberation that was a big part of it too because uh, you don't realize that sexual liberation is a stage of war when you're obsessed eventually with sex Uh, you can can be put into an incredibly poor situation but you've got lots of sex lots of pornography to watch and so on, cheap cheap to watch Uh, maybe even free and then uh, you're defunct you're out of the running for opposition basically I'm not kidding you, but that goes way back to uh, Wilhelm Reich back in the 1930s, who talked about it prolifically. The Freudian school, of course, was behind that too. And Reich was a devotee, and he pushed that. He was also a communist Reich. So anyway, back to uh, <laughs> those who, who still uh, think that everything happens by accident in history, the accidental view. I'm going to jump into uh, from there and Rockefeller's obsession with depopulation, the setting up of the trilateral organization uh, and everybody who at the head of the IMF, every guy that they sent across to just take over countries like Italy and, and uh, elsewhere, Greece as well, were all uh, trilateral Members, a specialised organisation of the CFR, which was headed at that time by the Rockefellers and is still funded by all their cash, of course, because their foundation goes on, regardless of who eventually becomes in charge of it. With the same goals of depopulation, and as David Rockefeller himself said, an intelligent elite, basically, should run the world with the help of the bankers too. So they've already got that on the go, for those who don't know it. And the media is owned by the big boys belonging to the same club. So they can terrify you into compliance. Oh, if you don't get this, you'll die. Or you don't do this, oh, you'll die again. Or you'll starve, or you'll get disease. If you don't do take it, this shot and all that, it's all terror, terror. But getting back to another part of it too, which works with all within the same club, you might say, The global strategic trends for the Ministry of Defence in the NATO countries, as well. Their predictions for the future out to 2045. On page uh, 94, they go into future weapons. Increased levels of defence spending and continued advances. Uh, continuing advances in technology are likely to lead to a variety of new weapons being available by 2045. Now, they always say what could be available, but they don't tell you that all the stuff they're going to mention is already here. For example, laser systems are maturing with vehicle and sea based platforms already at advanced stages of trial. Now, they've been trialing them for the last 20 odd years, maybe longer. Directed energy weapons such as lasers could be capable of discrete target discrimination. They've been using that too on on unsuspecting members of the public for years. Producing a focus beam or wider field of electromagnetic energy or atomic radiation to cause disruptive or damaging effects to equipment and infrastructure, but also to the human body, of course. Such weapons may also be capable of developing non lethal effects on a lower, a lower power scale and on human targets at considerable distances. They can actually do it from satellites too, some of them. Increases in the number and sophistication of sensors, civil and military, are likely to increase the accuracy of targeting, as well as making it increasingly difficult to hide people, machines or equipment. As people use electronic devices more frequently, and here's all your iPhones and your digitalization systems and your cars and everything else, and and all the the convenient things that you've been sold, you're buying your own chains, naturally. Uh, Here they go. It says, so as people use electronic devices more frequently, the ability to target an an individual by their digital signature. It says here and goes on to say, is likely to become easier. Similarly, as the cost of sequencing an individual's DNA continues to fall, right? Targeting an individual using their DNA may be possible by 2045. It's already here, actually, that. Even had it in an old uh, sci-fi movie, that, where they could set off a rocket, would go around a city, and just tour and tour for ages. That was the movie called Exchange. Uh, and, and until it could find uh, you and match you up with you and it was on you and amongst all these millions of people anyway it says we could also see sophisticated environmental warfare capable of spreading plant and human diseases by insects or insect machine hybrids crops and cattle could be destroyed as well as people being incapacitated or killed globalization in particular the spread of technology information ideas is likely to give an increasing number of people, both state and non-state actors, access to sophisticated and technologically advanced capabilities. It's likely to increase the opportunity for unconventional attacks or technologically sophisticated nations, including by terrorists. However, future technology may also be developed to predict, detect, and counter such attacks. But then they go on to the types of warfare and so on, including... <laughs> the the different um, uh, insects that could breed they, they were breeding of course and could carry diseases and all the rest of it. It's quite interesting because it ties in with what I'm going to say right next, of course, and that's an important part of it. too. Here you have, so you have you have, a, you have a combination of the big agri-food businesses, massive corporations, tied in with the the GM food. Companies, often the same type, ones actually own the big farms. You know, there's multitudes of small farmers that were pushed out, and these guys take them over, have millions and millions of acres across the world. There's only about five of them, you know, prime ones. And they also have the, the big chemical industries, same shareholders, again, generally, who have the controlling shares in the chemical the pesticide industries that go along with the, the GM food you'll find. And again, all, they all turn up at the big international global meetings. See, we're, as we're, we're run, as Carl quickly said, by a new feudal system. And that was always, in, he was all for it, by the way. He was part of it. A feudal system. The new feudal overlords being the CEOs of international corporations, massive corporations. This article says Argentine and Brazilian doctors name a larvicide as potential cause of microcephaly. 10th of February, 2016. A report from the Argentinian Doctors' Organization, Physicians in the Crop Sprayed Towns, challenges the theory that the Zika virus epidemic in Brazil is the cause of the increase in the birth defect microcephaly amongst newborns. Uh, the, in- the increase in this birth defect in which the baby is born with an abnormally small head and often has brain damage was quickly linked to the Zika virus by the Brazilian Ministry of Health, the government, in other words, department. However, according to the physicians in the crop-sprayed towns, the ministry failed to recognize that the area where most sick people live, a chemical larvicide that produces malformations in mosquitoes, was introduced into the drinking water supply in 2014. This poison, which they call pyroproxifen, is used in a state control program aimed at eradicating disease-carrying mosquitoes. So the chemical industry is part of the big boys too. You see, the physicians uh, added that the the, the pyroproxifen is manufactured by Sumitomo Chemical, a Japanese strategic partner of Monsanto. Hmm. Pyroproxifen is a growth inhibitor of mosquito larvae. It causes mutations. You see now you are so in the drinking water. They put it in the drinking water. How would they get in the drinking water? They is put, the government put it in the drinking water. And, it's, and it disrupts genetic uh, formations. Huh. So uh, accidents don't happen, folks. On, you know, you'd have to literally have uh, people at the top with, with tiny IQs, very subnormal. To do something is incredibly stupid. It's not that at all. It's incredibly intelligent according to the gender, naturally. So anyway, it's a growth inhibitor of mosquito larvae which alters the development process from larvae to pupa to adult through its basically its incubation stages. Just put that into a, a human body, uh, naturally, uh, for a woman who gets pregnant. Same thing Thus generating malformations in developing mosquitoes And killing or disabling them It acts as an insect juvenile hormone or juvenoid And has the effect of inhibiting the development of adult insect characteristics For example, wings and mature external genitalia And reproductive development Isn't that wonderful? It, it, It has a lot of effects All the ones that the big boys desire It's an endocrine disruptor Like the stuff we're drinking with the biosphenols A's and B's and all the rest of it, and humans. And it's a, a teratogenetic, which causes birth defects, according to the physicians. They said malformations detected in thousands of children from pregnant women living in areas where the Brazilian state added the the pyroproxifen to the drinking water are not a coincidence, even though the Ministry of Health, the government department, places a direct blame on the Zika virus for the damage. They also noted that the Zika has traditionally been held to be a relatively benign disease that has never before been associated with birth defects even in areas where it infects 75% of the population. Well, isn't that amazing news to be told something they've always known, eh? And it's says larvicides is the most likely culprit in the birth defects. The pyroproxifen is a relatively new introduction to the Brazilian environment. The microcephaly increases as increases a relatively new phenomenon, too. So the larvicide seems a plausible causative factor in microcephaly, far more than the GM mosquitoes, which some have blamed for the Zika epidemic and thus for the birth defects. There's no sound evidence to support the notion, promoted by some sources, that GM mosquitoes can cause Zika, which in turn can cause microcephaly. In fact, out of 404 four confirmed microcephaly cases in Brazil, only 17, which is 4.2%, tested positive for the Zika virus. So the health experts in Brazil agree that pyroproxifen is, is a chief suspect. It says the Argentinian Physician's Report, which also addresses the dengue fever epidemic in Brazil, concurs with the findings of a separate report on Zika outbreak by the Brazilian doctors and public health researchers' organization, Abrasco. Abrasco also names pyroproxifen as a likely cause of the microcephaly. It condemns the strategy of chemical control of Zika-carrying mosquitoes, which it says... Is contaminating the environment as well as people, and it's not decreasing the number of mosquitoes. Mainly people, it seems. A suggests that this strategy is, in fact, driven by the commercial interests of the chemical industry, which it says is deeply integrated into the Latin American Ministers of Health as well as the World Health Organization. Yep, that is true. And the Pan American Health Organization. For those who don't know, there is one. <laughs> Abrasco names the British GM inset company called, guess what, the Bill Gates boys again, Oxitec, as part of the corporate lobby. That is distorting the facts about Zika to suit its own profit-making agenda. Yeah, sending his modified mosquitoes again, eh? Oxitec sells GM mosquitoes engineered for sterility. And it markets them as a disease-combating product A strategy condemned by the Argentine physicians As a total failure Except for the company supplying the mosquitoes Who profit enormously, obviously (laughs) And that goes on too and on and on This article here And it's awfully informative, folks You see how Whenever you hear anything from the World Health Organization uh, You understand We're never told any truth Pretty well about anything from any government department, never mind international group uh, of non-elected people, such as the WHO, which is part of the United Nations organization, who we don't elect either. Who are all part of the they are the, the, the supposed embryonic uh, group, the United Nations of the world government, with this massive umbrella organization all underneath it. Anyway, I'll go on to other articles too. But uh, I think for those who can follow all this, you get in the picture. Especially when you know the history of this whole plan. And I've gone through that ad nauseum over many, many years. And many folk have got their own shows out and copied as well. even copy my own bio, some of them. (laughs) Like going to libraries when you're very young and reading all the books. That's become awfully popular since I said it years and years and years ago. Which was true in my case. It's amazing, really, though, how we can be always so misinformed for very nefarious reasons, too. Not by accident. It's disgusting, isn't it? And then you get the truth coming out, too. And all this hype and fee and all the massive grants getting thrown again at the big companies to make, oh get a, get a vaccine quick, and of course it takes years and years and years to find a vac- but they, they get paid for years and years to investigate, trying to get one, and of course it goes to nowhere, just like the HIV uh, one went nowhere pretty well too, and so on, but they make billions off, it, off of us of course, because we're the source of all wealth aren't we, through our taxation. And then you have uh, Family Planning for Mosquitoes Genetically Modified Insects to Fight the Dengue Fever And that goes back to 2012 And it's from the Wellcome Trust Science writing, you know, prize and so on get. But remember what the Wellcome Trust was called, you know Before that, awfully important folks I'll mention that in a minute But Family Planning for Mosquitoes Genetically Modified Insects to Fight the Dengue Fever and it says, as the early morning sun gets to see warm, the slow slung houses and the usual intros that give you a uh, pitch, give a picture in your mind. The uninformed bystander might be forgiven for taking the whole exercise to be a particularly well-planned and malicious prank. But these are no ordinary insects. And... Uh, it's a Baraba's streets are, in fact, host to a groundbreaking experiment, opened the new front in humanity's battle against a dangerous and highly resilient pest. It is a aegypti mosquito. And they go into that one, too. It's a bit modifying them uh, again, you know, through the, the gates and all the big boys involved and, what really was bio-warfare organizations, when you look at the, the history of bio war, it all started not to help people, but to kill people, folks, back in the 1940s and onwards. As I say, it's an excellent book, that, that kind of secret war, Deadly Allies, Deadly Allies, written by a, a reporter from a Toronto Star newspaper. Fantastic history. It really opens your eyes. Everything is a side effect that comes out of war, you see. Oh, now we want to sell these things to help you But the same agenda goes on of depopulation So when you find folk who belong to the Lucky Gene Club at the top Who come out and say, now that we're multi-billionaires or trillionaires We want to help you Uh, And they they all will believe in depopulation But at the same time they want you to be healthy when you're alive Are you going to trust them? Really, folks, huh? Hmm? And they're going to welcome trust again and they were, what were they called before they called themselves uh, welcome company? They were called the Eugenics Society. Yep. And they published all their charts and so on about eugenics. And um, George Phillip and Son Limited. Uh, and the Galton, you know, Francis Galton. Francis Galton, Darwin, you know, that bunch. that uh, They're all involved with it, of course. And they go through a lot of it there. And give you some of the archives of the Eugenics Society. If you if you can get into it, their site, of course. And maybe open your eyes. I do an awful lot of writing for a lot of writers here. Uh, a lot of investigation, I should say, for them. And uh, they just grab the stuff and never mention you at all. And they and write books and they sell them money. And they make lots of money selling the books, I should say. United Nations urges Latin American countries to loosen their abortion laws, because that's again, oh, terrify the public. Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a mosquito that's causing it. No, it's not. We know it's not that now, but, but they got, oh, they'll, never, they'll keep on their mantra, just like global warming. They keep the mantra up even when you're freezing to death at 45, 50 below. On both scales, certain grade and Fahrenheit. Right. Doesn't matter, you see. Truth doesn't matter when they've got agendas at work. So here you have the United Nations urging Latin American countries to loosen abortion laws. 6th of February, you see. Just right on target. Terrified, terrified, terrified. All, oh, all your babies are all pinheads, you see. Uh, abort, abort, abort. So they go into action right away. They don't miss a chance, naturally, because depopulation is what they're after, too. So, a global mounting concern over Zika virus, health officials Friday warned pregnant women to think twice about the lips, they kiss, and called on men to use condoms with pregnant partners if they have visited countries where the virus is present. Also called many Catholic-majority countries in Latin America to loosen their abortion laws, or they've been after that forever. (laughs) You know, David Rockefeller got an introduction to the Pope back about years and years and years ago. And because uh, uh, he brought a cardinal on board his team on the Rockefeller uh, staff basically and put him in charge of the foundation for a while and bought him off you know, gave him lots and lots of honorary titles about over 150 titles for his cardinal and, it, the, and the cardinal eventually got him to see the Pope and the Pope literally laid the whole thing down to, to loose the abortion laws back then that's way, way back probably even back in the 50s in fact it's always been their agenda, you see. Anyway, so they're here. There again. Here's the World Health Organization continuing the same agenda, to loosen abortion laws for Catholics to allow women to terminate pregnancies if they fear the fetus may be at risk for rare birth defects. There you go. See. And then another article. Prepare for a girl of warfare with Zika-carrying mosquitoes. Experts warn. <gasps> Experts again. Oh, it must be true, eh? Experts say so. You can't bribe the experts, can you? Hey, eh? look at all the all the scientists that have jumped on the bandwagon for oh, extreme climate change caused by it, it, it's humans that are causing it. It's all your fault, agenda, eh? For the big fat paychecks which they never had before. If they hadn't dreamed up this con, you see. To control all our lives, that's what it's for, and to bring in their new system completely, a controlled society. As Rockefeller said, you know, run by the elites and intelligence and all, and the bankers. You know, the experts in money. They always crash you all the time. As a, as a weapon actually as enrich themselves, they keep crashing you. And and then we they, we get bailed out by us again, you see. Now it's bail ins and bailouts coming and then they'll bring in a new system again. But they're still their system, but a new system, part of the new system. You see, all works together. One club, you see. So, in a chilly convention center ballroom, and they go the leading lights of mosquito control gathered all the experts of mosquito control. Who will also be all the experts in the biowarfare industry, by the way. Of course they are. As they do every year to talk about bugs and new ways to get rid of them. So this year It's it's the the unpredictable new weapon The Zika virus That's what it says Oh it's a weapon A threat that left the participants Comparing notes like field commanders Before summer battle And there it goes on and on and on But it's true enough See Introduced that chemical I mentioned earlier uh, Into their drinking water in Brazil Two years ago here it says nearly a year after the first case of Zika were diagnosed in Brazil so That's how long it took to start working in the, the human system Which is suspected to cause birth defects and other neurological problems is bearing down on American shores So there you go Now it's a, it's a been an interesting little study to go into that Where it supposedly already spread to Puerto Rico And the United States Virgin Islands Etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and find out if that same chemical is part of the big Monsanto Group subsidiary, uh, the Japan that makes it, uh, to see if they're also using the same stuff there. Won't it? This is common sense, isn't it? Now I'll close up by again going into the Ministry of Defence's projection of the future and uh, how it ties in again with all of the aforementioned stuff all the investigative stuff i've done already and you have a uh, global population by 10 year age group and and sex male and female from 2015 to 2045 and there estimates what it's going to be and that's on page five of their the pdf is out there i'll put that up, all the stuff up tonight remember i always put everything up for you to verify for yourselves and it also goes into the same kind of thing other worries about uh, there'll be less and less people need for working across the world and in uh, some third world countries don't have the welfare state basically that we all have now as so we've been socialised or communised, the state controls everything, and uh, and that's no coincidence either, by the way. But it's still run by the big private boys with their foundations and so on. But to also into um, from pages twenty one to twenty three, you'll find that and then page thirty one again on population, because they're they're awfully concerned about the population. It's always been their problem, and they won't need you anymore because you have. Well, you don't have all the work. It's all in China now. And the same experts and elites of your countries, as Rockefeller was one of them, has shipped it all off to China. That was always the plan. And you're left as a service economy, which is going down the tubes. Because all service economies, as every top economist knows, and you wait, and actually wrote screeds about back in the seventies even in Britain and elsewhere. And they could only paddle in the pool so long before you were exhausted and then you sunk and drowned. If you don't create stuff uh, you down the tubes, especially with a welfare state that's expanding massively. Well, because for every every couple of people on welfare, you've got another agency or ten employees for the government working over them, etc., etc., etc. As you all well know. And in the the report from the Ministry of Defence uh, think tank, uh, they go on to um, about uh, selective abortions and so on. And diseases which affect girls and so on, blah, blah, in different parts of the world, uh, yada, yada. And Chinese migration as they expand and all the rest of it. And uh, migration is likely to increase or at least remain constant in 2005. 191 million people lived outside their country of origin. Today there are around 232 million. This figure already sees our earlier assessment in the fourth edition of Global Strategic Trends. Those countries attempting to limit immigration are likely to be only partially successful because it's mandated and every leader is on board with it because they're part of the same club. In preceding decades, migration has been characterised by people moving from Asia and Africa to Northern America and Europe. So they give you all their fancy charts, they love charts, Uh, what to do with gross domestic products and uh, purchasing power parity, etc., etc., and the global economic center of gravity shifting. It's called gravity shifting. And Asia will will cause the world's economic center of gravity, the average location of economic activity, by gross uh, uh, GDP to continue to it to move eastwards. Well that's how it's big big was well, planned like that back in the nineteen thirties by the Rockefeller Boys too, who funded all the books put out for their members and I have them here from the nineteen thirties. Talking about setting China up as a I mean provider for the world, basically manufacturing. We're living through a big script as I say, and it's awfully boring, isn't it? And a lot of folk want hope and, and they want entertainment with the bad news. Well, I'll just give you the facts, folks. It's up to you how you want to receive or feel about it. I'm giving you the facts. And remember, too, I will say you are your own champion. Don't look to any leader because they'll supply your leaders for you. They'll give you the rah rah cheerleading thing, you know. And screaming and yelling about things isn't stopping anything, never has. From Hamish, myself from Ontario, Canada, Good night to me, a God of your God school with you.